Genesis 50, verses 15 to 26. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, what if Joseph holds a grudge against us and pays us back for all the wrongs we did to him? So they sent word to Joseph saying, your father left these instructions before he died. This is what you are to say to Joseph. I ask you to forgive your brothers the sins and the wrongs they committed in treating you so badly. Now please forgive the sins of the servants of the God of your father. When their message came to him, Joseph wept. His brothers then came and threw themselves down before him. We are your slaves, they said. But Joseph said to them, Do not, don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So then don't be afraid. I will provide you and your children. I will provide for you and your children. And he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. Joseph stayed in Egypt along with his father's family. He lived 110 years and saw the third generation of Ephraim's children, also the children of Machir, son of Manasseh, were placed at birth on Joseph's knees. Then Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will surely come to your aid and take you out. No, take you up out of this land to the land he promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Joseph made the Israelites swear an oath and said, God will surely come to your aid, and then you must carry my bones up from this place. So Joseph died at the age of 110, and after they embalmed him, he was placed in a coffin in Egypt. Thank you, Nathan. You may be seated. Oh, he's okay. okay. I have to excuse... Uh, uh, I might uh, like fall down what I'm speaking today. Uh, I thought I overcame the jet lag. You know, I, w- I was in Korea like two weeks ago, I th- last week, was it last week? And I thought I overcame jet lag because Friday night I, I could sleep through. But last night I-, I just, I went to bed like 9.30 and woke up at 10.30. And I couldn't sleep until 5 o'clock in the morning and and... But I, did, I managed well for first and second service. Now I'm a little bit dizzy. <laughs> so when I speak and when I smash my face, I mean, please excuse me, all right? Yeah, I might have to do that a couple of times. Like, <clears throat> uh, I will see the Lord and of the road. That's the title that I uh, uh, made today. Uh, as you know, that we are on the series, Sermon Series on Lord to Success. And this portion is my last portion on this sermon series. And I want to uh, define the success once again for last time. Uh, biblically speaking, success is finding uh, God's will for your life and following it. Okay, that's the biblically speaking about the success, what success is about. So, so it is important for us to discover how God or what God called us to be. And when you find it, you have to follow the, the road, follow the way. So uh, it is more of a process. It's so important us to following is, is ing. Like we have to go into this route which, we, which God allows us to take this route. Uh, so it is important for us to following. On this way, on this journey, on this road, you will face many things, like many different signs. You, you may see a stop sign. 
God is telling him, stop, you know, then, okay, I better be stopped on this certain, certain sign. And you may uh, end up in sinkhole. I didn't expect that, but that's life. Life is unex- you know, unpredictable. Things happen in our lives. Uh, you may see the detour sign. You feel like you're wasting your life, but that God has planned in that, uh, in that detouring your life. Uh, I didn't share with you last week, but uh, some, sometimes people are just caught you off in your life. And you can get angry. <laughs> and if you can understand Korean, uh, you can take my uh, sermon CD back in, out there. Uh, you know, many, we may face many things in our journey. <clears throat> but you and I have to understand, at the end of my road, you will see the Lord. You will meet the Lord. You will see God. That's the faith that we have. If I conclude the life of Joseph, I can come up with one one word, trust. He trusted God. Joseph trusted God. Though he faced many trials, he made uh, many challenges in his life, circumstances, situations, he trusted God. That's the lesson that I want to learn. I want you to learn. And this is actually the Korean song. It's I will see the road at the end of the road. One of the gospel singers. Uh, in fact, he was the, our uh, praise leader for Spark when we serve uh, chaplain uh, uh, pastors. And I know his life because he was, he's a humble man of God. He gave his life for the young people for 30 years. And still, I mean, maybe world standard, he doesn't really have it. I mean, he's not really a successful person, but in God's standard, he, I'm sure he's a successful person because he took that will of God and he living the life. So I consider him as the most, one of the most successful person. And, and he's the one who wrote this book, I mean, wrote this song. And that's the title that I got from him. I will see the Lord at the end of my, uh, my road. You will face many uh, obstacles in your life, but I want you to know, I want to assure you that you will see the Lord. If you gave your life to Christ, if you commit yourself to Christ, at the end of your journey, you will see the Lord. And today, I want to conclude the message as we, uh, the, the kind of, I want you to have a big picture. When I meditate the life of Joseph, he taught me many things. And I want, uh, this is a sort of a life lesson. It's not kind of tiny lesson, but it's life lesson we can learn from Joseph. Let me share three points today. Uh, number one, you can still trust God without understanding everything. We admit that we don't have all the answers for the things that are happening in our life. Do you have that answer? I don't. I mean, think about Joseph. I'm sure he asked so many why questions in, in his journey. Lord, Why? Why am I in the sinkhole? Why am I uh, in the foreign land being a slave? Why am I in the prison? I just resist temptation, didn't I? I just, it was hard for me, but I resisted. And, but how come I'm in prison? He probably asked so many why questions. Did he fully understand what was going on in his life? No, yet he trusted God. What Joseph discovered was even though he couldn't understand everything, he still can trust God. That's the lesson that we need to learn. Trusting God doesn't mean that you are ignorant about the evil things that are happening in your lives. I mean, there are evil things. There are evils out there, right? 
And evil things are happening every day, like children's being abused, like young girls are being raped, and terrorists are killing innocent people. Like in statistics, 2017 itself, extreme terrorists kill over 80,000 people. Can you believe those things? And everyone has proper stories, right? It's a heart-aching stories. Not only that, there are tragic accidents happening every day, causing pain and suffering. In the midst of all this, we want to ask why? Why did my parents die? Why did I get cancer? Why did I have to bury my child? Why did my mate leave me? Why did my parents split up? Why does everyone else seem to prosper? Uh, why am I suffer? We ask those questions, right? Most of the time, we don't get answers to those questions in life. Instead, this experience provides opportunity for us to trust God. Trust God completely instead of understanding everything. I love this expression. You intended to harm me. This is what Joseph said. But God. This two words, most powerful word, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. We don't understand many things in this life, but God. That's the part. That's the expression we have to hold on to. We have to trust God. One of the like, people love this passage, this like, uh, proverb, Three, five. What is your, people ask the question, what is your favorite verse in the Bible? Many people say, oh, Proverbs 5, 3, 3 and 5. Many of you know this passage, right? If you truly understand this passage, God can, I mean, you can truly live a successful life. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding. Trust in the Lord. We have an American currency when you have coin or you know, bill, what's in there? Expression. In God we trust, right? Whenever you spend the money, I mean, challenge yourself. Do I really trust God? Even spending money, even doing the things we do, we have to trust God. That's the lesson that we need to learn. When you face troubles, you have a choice either trying to understand the situation or choosing to trust God. If you spend all your emotional energy to figure out why this is happening, you cannot fully understand. I mean, you cannot fully trust God. We were doing a Spark last two weeks ago. We were serving first session of the, the Spark was ministering to the uh, chaplain, pastors, young pastors in Army and Marine and we had a small group. I had a, such a great time with a small group. And every one of them have a stories. Just like we all have a stories, right? We all have a stories. And stories are not that fun stories. Suffering, many suffering stories. I, went through, I mean, they went through so many things, so many happens in their lives. Yet, they became fine, young men of God. I, I uh, talked to my wife. She was ha- having her small group. And one of the pastors, he looks Fine, so fine. But when she heard his story, she couldn't believe. I mean, this person has so many like stories. He could 
He's bitter, but he, he wasn't. Are you going to trust God? That's the question God is going to ask us. You know, the same, the, the Genesis 50, 20, that same the verse, you can discover in New Testament. That's the, this is the same, same passage. I mean, same, not same passage, but same meaning. For we know that in all things God works for good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. Genesis 50, 20 and this Romans 8, 28, there's one common word that is the good. One reason we have hard time accepting this truth, though we know that we heard this past so many times, is because we don't fully understand what good is. To me, to you, good is what makes me happy. And if we are not always happy, we think things cannot be good. But to God, good is what gives him glory. That's what it is. People sometimes struggle with how to maintain thankful attitude during times of pain. You don't have to thank God for your cancer. But in the midst of your cancer, you still can't thank God that he's good. That will give him glory. That's what good is about. You don't have to be thank God that you lost your job, but you can thank him that he is good. Bad things happen, but God is good all the time. Psalmist says, praise the Lord, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. He is good. His love endures forever. Second life lesson that we can learn from the Joseph is you can reject the bitterness and choose to look upon God. You can reject the bitterness. If anyone had a right to be angry or bitter, it was Joseph. Right? But his brothers, I mean, they were, his brothers were afraid because when his, their father, uh, Jacob, died, they were saying, Joseph, did you know that when our father, before he died, passed away, he told us you should be forgiven, forgive us. That's the this context. Text. Because they were afraid his younger brother may uh, revenge them. But you know what? This is what uh, Joseph said. Don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. And he assured them and spoke kindly to them. Joseph spoke kind, kind words to them. Why? Because he didn't have bitterness toward them. He could have bitterness, right? I mean, think of his life. But he didn't. Why? Because he refused to take bitterness. But he rather choose to look upon God. You will, have, you will have a lot of situations like that. That's your choice. You can be bitter or you can be, be better. Let me ask these questions. Is there anyone here today who, been, who has been abused and mistreated by a family member? We have many stories. It can, be, it can either make you bitter or better. Joseph was mugged and, and sold into slavery by his brother, yet he refused to become bitter about it. It is a choice. 
Let me ask another question. Is anyone here today who has ever been falsely accused? It can make you bitter or it can make you better. Joseph was falsely accused of attempt rape. What a humiliation. And even went to prison as an innocent man. Yet he refused to allow to make it happen, make him bitter. Let me ask another question. Is anyone here today who has ever felt ignored or forgotten? You know, I ask this question to our KM congregation. As an immigrant uh, folks, we have. We, don't, we can't deal with this. We got anger whenever people ignore us. I know our Korean you know, first generation, how they feel about this, this, this thing. People can be really rage about, hey, how can you, you know, treat me like this? Have we ever, anyone here who haven't felt ignored or forgotten? It can make you better or it can make you bitter. Joseph was left in jail for two years. Yet he didn't have bitterness. Why? Because he looked upon God. He just simply looked upon God. Whatever, whatever the situation that you are in, you can root the bitterness, tree of bitterness, or you can look upon God. Do you know Fanny Crosby? Anyone know Fanny Crosby? She was the prolific uh, the hymn writers. She wrote over 8,000 hymns and gospel songs. She was a writer. She loved many uh, secular writing too. She impacts so much. So, she was blind. Some of the songs like Passing Me Not, O Gentle Savior, Blessed Assurance, you know, all those, so many songs, hymns, hymnals she, she composed. She wrote so many uh, beautiful uh, writings. But she was blind. You know why she became blind? Because doctor mistreated her when she was six, six weeks old. She gave, you know, the doctor gave her wrong medicine. So she became blind. Later years, one of the interviewers came and interviewed her. If you meet the doctor today, how are you going to respond to the doctor? Are you going to have bitterness toward the doctor? You know what she said? No. You know, if I meet him today, I will thank him again and again and again. Because of him, I might lost my sight. But you know what? I, I found sight, spiritual sight. I saw God all the time. And I made so many hymnals because of that. She simply praised God. She didn't choose to be a bitter person, but she chose to be uh, looking at being a better person by looking upon God. It is our choice. It is up to us. I met a lot of people like that. I mean, she should plant thousands of bitterness trees, tree of bitterness, but this guy or this person, so, I mean, godly person. Because she or she, he chose to look upon God. That's the lesson that I believe we need to learn from, from the Lord, from the Joseph today. And I love this passage here. See to it that no bitter root grows up, cause trouble, and defile many. See, this bitterness will cause a lot of trouble. I mean, people out there, they... they I see people, you know, here and there, they don't, they don't know how to deal with this bitterness. That's why they 
cause troubles all the time in relationships. Not only he or she get hurt, but he defile others as well. So we need to deal with. I want to get a little of these things. Last and third uh, lesson that we can learn from Joseph is that you can't face death without fear. We see the story here in Joseph. He, he died. He spent 110 years. When you totally trust God, since Jesus Christ is the one who will meet uh, at the end of the road, you don't need to be afraid of that, but face that boldly. This passage here, uh, then Joseph said to his brother, I am about to die, but God will surely come to your aid and take you up out of this land to the land he promised on earth to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God, who read his life, Joseph knew that he's going to take care of not only you guys, but my life as well. That's the, that's the faith we need to hold on to. Joseph didn't have to fear that because he believed there is an existence after that. For Christians, that means many things. Since you guys are young, many of us are young, right? So we don't really think about that that much compared, compared to, uh, I guess, your, your parents. But we don't have to fear that because of three things. Because that is a, that is a reunion. Recently, I lost my mom. I, I see our members of their parents are you know, going to be with the Lord. Even doing the spark. One of our church members' mom died. But the funeral was in, in Korea. So I visited them. Last day of the uh, Christian journey, and I, we went to visit uh, the site. But it was an interesting experience because, you know, we have a funeral service here in the U.S., right? But in Korea, they have a hospital. Underneath the hospital, they have so many stations. So you have a, literally like funeral service, like, like 50 of them at the same time. But not same time, but they, they don't have certain hour. They have all night long kind of deal. So be, whenever people have time, they visit them and they show, you know, like respect. And I was like, wow, this is tough. Those who lost their, their loved one, right? And I went. One of our Chipsanim's mom died. And she was a believer. And you, you know what I felt after just visit them and pray for them? Wow. As the Bible says, it is blessed if you are a follower of Christ, if you are a believer. Even that is blessing things. I, I see the hope. I, I just sense the hope. And I was like, try to spot other side too. Oh, I think they intentionally like sign, like arrange, like you know, Christian people here in this, this five stations and others. I don't know how they do it, but I felt like I, I noticed this is believer too. Oh, I noticed this is believer too. I felt the hope because that for Christian is the union. Some of you guys lost your parents, grandparents. You'll meet them. Not only the uh, union is renewal. Did you know that? You know, uh, I mean, we have some old folks like me, but, you know, this day, what I feel like, oh, I'm getting old. You know, after you hit 50, I feel like I'm really getting old. You know, Bible says, Paul mentioned that we're like a tent. We're like a tent. I feel like my tent is like getting really old. 
I have a hole here and there. And, but I have anticipation. I have, I have hope. Soon I will have a renewal body. That's, that, actually, Paul says that here in uh, Philippians. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart. He said, when he said, I desire to depart, you know, this depart means as a soldier, you have assignment and you, you have a tent, right? When your, your assignment is done, you have to unfold your tent and move on, right? For that next assignment. That's what that means. Sooner or later, we'll depart from this place. But we'll have a new body. That's, that's the hope. And third art is reality. You know what? For Christian, that is reality. Bible says now we walk by faith and not by sight, right? But we, when we get to heaven, our faith will turn to sight. That's the reality. The Bible says now our vision of Jesus Christ is like looking the poor reflection, like a mirror. You know, all, all in, uh, biblical time, you, don't, you didn't have the clear mirror. But when we go to heaven, we'll see Jesus face to face. That's the only vision we have of Jesus probably now, right now. It's like, I can't really see him clearly. I have to admit, on and on and off, you know, Jesus' image is so clear. Sometimes not clear. I have struggle. But sooner or later, we'll see him face to face. I want to introduce uh, one of the Fanny Cross with him. He calls when my life work is ended. Since she was blind, I think this song really touched me. Her writing really touched me. This is how it goes. When my life work is ended and I cross the swelling tide, when the bright and glorious morning, I shall see. She couldn't say anything, but she said, I shall see. I shall know my Redeemer when I reach the other side and his smile will be the first to welcome me. His smile will be first to welcome me. Knowing the fact that she was blind, that really touched me. As I conclude this message, conclude the study of Joseph, I realized this story wasn't Joseph's story. It was story of God. If you gave your life to Christ, he's going to write the story in your life. As simple as that. Bible says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. No one is righteous, not even one. We're all sinners. We all have shortcomings. But He showed us grace and mercy. All you have to do is simply accept that. Then you become a successful person because He's going to take you to this road, He's going to lead you. And you will say at the end of the road, God, it was you. It was you who took me to this, up to this point. Praise God. We'll worship him. Let's pray together.
Lord, we have stories. Many of us All of us do have stories, and those stories are sometimes aching us. We have fears and tears in this life, Father God. But Lord, would you assure us, Father God, if we have given our life to you, You are our boss and you will lead us, Lord. Even though this road seems destructive, so many adversities we face help us to know Father God. Since we will meet you at the end of the road, we simply want to trust you, Lord God. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lord, we want to take that word, Father God. Bless each one of us, Father God, to be followers of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.